Welcome in to the first edition of the Key and Cord Podcast, coming to you from thegatewaysports.com. Yes, sir. This is your host, Brian Gershon-Korn. With me here is Kyle Key. What's up? My name's Kyle. If your girl calls me Kai, your mom calls me son, I'm here with Brian. 721 below. Literally no one has ever called you any of those names. People call me Kyle all the time. That's on my Bumble and my Tinder. Kyle? Yeah, Kai. K-Y. Oh, Kai? Yeah. Interesting. I know that. You go by Kai? All the time. Just K-Y? K-Y. Interesting. I had, a, <laughs> I had a friend named Kai whenever I was a kid. He was like a little kind of weird ginger, but I think his was like the, the K-A-I version. I mean, for people talking about names, you go by like 13 names. Yeah, so why are you going to rip on me for one little name? Because it sounds like you gave yourself a nickname. I didn't. People just call me Kai. It's like short for Kai. Girls, yeah. I mean, people call me Kai all the time. All right. Just saying, I've never heard that before. And like me, what? I I don't I don't call myself. I don't like go up to introduce myself as like G baby or something like that. That's just like what other people. call Yeah, me. but in passing, have you not heard me say like "What's up, Brad?" or "What's up, G Corner?" or "What's up, G Bed?" Well, yeah. That's in passing. Just like in passing, some people go "What's up, Kai?" and I'm like, I just roll with it because that is short of my name. Okay. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll give it to you. <laughs> just just to move on from that. I guess. <laughs> All right. So welcome in. Like I said, to the first edition of the podcast. So kind of just lay the land here. You know, we're kind of going to focus mainly, you know, to start each podcast on, you know, St. Louis sports topics in St. Louis, anything relevant to the city. Obviously, that's where we're from. Uh, I guess I should mention we are recording live from the 721 Below Studios in the Sulard Sular neighborhood in St. Louis, Missouri. For those who don't know where Sulard is, tell them where it's at. Uh, it's in the city. Yeah, it's the neighborhood of St. Louis. Yeah. Home of Mardi Gras. Home of Mardi Gras. Yeah, it's mainly why you would know it. Yeah, home of shootings. Yeah, but not like, not that many shootings. More, I'd say more. <laughs> it's never good when you're like, it's home of not that many shootings. I'd say it's more armed robbery slash like car break-ins. <laughs> that is true. So, yeah. I mean, we've had two people close to us who won't mention their names, but held up. Yeah. So that's not good. No, just but, don't walk by yourself. It's and fine. we stay strapped anyway, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so like I was saying, we'll you know, focus at the beginning of the podcast on the St. Louis sports, St. Louis happenings, things like that. Then we'll kind of go into more national news, national happenings, anything that you know made big news. Like I said before, if uh, you know another girl comes out and says she put a finger in Kanye's ass, then we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> put know? it on there. It's big news. Put it down. So, you know, get started. I think the big news that broke this evening, like uh, a couple hours ago, I think like 7 o'clock on uh Thursday the uh, 4th, that'd be, um, article, Post-Dispatch, David Hahn came out saying that the MLS is going to explore options in St. Louis and begin searching for a downtown stadium. So that's like kind of sad and happy all at the same time. Because I mean, we posted it earlier in another article, you know, we were like, you know, it opens up a room for MLS coming. Yeah. But, I mean. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, dad died. Corpse isn't even in the ground yet. Mom's <laughs> right. already trying to bang the neighbor. Exactly. It's like, do we we do want something else? I need that comfort, you know. Yeah. But like the, not not yet. Like the hipster neighbor that wears like tight pants and boots. But so they say we're like the soccer town, you know. It's like yeah. I mean, yeah. we got got rich history. Are we Besides, ready like, for a team though? Do you think people would show up if they built a stadium on the north side? And do you think they would sell out like KC Sporting? For sure, but I think you have to go that KC model where you. Build the twenty thousand seat stadium. I mean, we're not gonna, we're not gonna pack sixty five, per sixty five thousand person stadium. And and I don't think and I don't think they want that. 
I mean, no. And are, do you think that we are fans like KC? Like KC shows up for the Chiefs. They show up for, you know, everything that goes on there. But I don't think we show up for stuff besides the Cardinals. Yeah, but I mean, with just, I mean, with just a sheer amount of little kids that play soccer. I mean, right. this, I think at least a couple of years ago, this was the second largest market right in the country, or third, I think, behind like Dallas and then like California for youth soccer. I mean, think about every little kid you know plays soccer, and yeah. I, so I think their parents can do it. And I think they also need to build the fan base, kind of like I saw today. Uh, Atlanta FC announced their ticket prices mm-hmm. for the supporter section. Three hundred and sixty dollars for their season tickets. That's all it is. All right. And so, like, I mean, you gotta compare the cities too, though. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, yeah, you gotta compare the cities, but at the same time, that's, I mean, they're gonna, I think they were gonna hold like twenty four thousand, and so, it's only, I mean, they're not going for the big stadium, and that's why they can have the lower ticket prices. They're gonna go for like the same, I think, you know, attendance that they would look for here. So I I think you have to, you have to build the fan base and then go from there. Um, And I mean, I, I don't know the exact history of the uh, KC teams, but I'm pretty yeah. sure whenever they were Wizards, they weren't drawing shit. That's probably so, I mean, they've been good. They, they've gone to MLS Cups and shit like that. So I think, I mean, I think Yeah, I think the overall support for San Luis FC was a sign of good things to come. I think when, sure. they, yeah, when they came out, people were, you know, crowding on all the shuttles and getting down in the games the fastest possible. I want to walk down the street in the summertime and saw people with jerseys and stuff. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they did the shuttles from down here in Tulare all the way up right. to Sacred Park. And yeah, I mean, there was genuine interest. And I mean, anytime there's been a international game or anything here it's been sold out so I mean I definitely think right. it, uh, it could happen but I mean it comes down to dollar dollar bills they gotta find someone some rich owner that uh, can put the team in here right. um, and the, o- the other thing that worries me is quality of play I mean you and me I mean, it's we, both, be... we both watch we right. both watch the big European teams and stuff right. like that and I mean MLS is getting better but as they keep adding all these teams you know, are there going to be enough good players to go around? I think that's uh, that's the main question. I mean, as time goes on, you'll get these players, you know, from the other side of the pond to come over. And yeah. That's what we'll be watching in the beginning, you know. Other, other players or other teams. We're not going to be watching our own team in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, they just eventually got to get to the point where we're not watching, like, the right. the corpses of these players from Europe. I mean, they got to they right. gotta get some, some young talent. I think it starts with, you know, the homegrown talent, you know, keeping, like, Jordan Morris' and stuff here for yeah. a couple of years. And, uh... But getting more of that, you can't just have Jordan Morris and then a team of people you never heard of. Mm. Speaking of dollar dollar bills, I wish we uh, Mizzou SEC school had more money to get better players. And I wish we would have shelled out like, some uh, some more dollars. Right, for that, so. like all these other schools, because our recruiting is looking weak. Yeah, it was uh, definitely not a uh, probably a day to celebrate or a day. Uh, yeah, it it just wasn't a good day. Whenever. When I, I think uh, I think I saw a tweet today that the SEC network, the own the conference of the right. school, put out a like a tweet with a picture of all the schools and their recruiting classes next to it, like the numbers, mm-hmm. and they didn't even put one for Vandy mm-hmm. and Mizzou. They're the only ones they didn't put because I don't I don't I don't know if like, like we're on the list didn't have enough. Yeah, I mean I think we were what like fifty. Yeah, we're we were way fifty down on rivals. I don't mm-hmm. know about twenty four seven sports, but uh, we were up there. Semi embarrassing. Considered, you know, we went to school there in the prime of the football and basketball era. Oh, know? sure. And I mean, we're a year removed from two straight yeah. SEC East titles. But, I mean, I don't know. At the same time, I think they did a, probably the best job they could, you know, holding on to the recruits with everything that happened between right. the protests. And then, I think I think even more than the protests was probably Gary Pinkle leaving. And, the and on top of that, how do you feel, like, do you think Maddie Mock had anything to do with that? Like if I'm if you're a coach and you're 
coming into, you know, I'm the four-star recruit. What are you saying to me about Mizzou after all that's happened this past year? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the question right there. Right. And, I mean, it, it seems it seems to me that they held on to the majority of the recruits they had, um, which is also which is kind of scary because, I mean, I, it doesn't seem like they lost that many recruits down the stretch, which means, like, who were we going out for in the first place? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Maddie Mock thing, although, I mean, I, I think you could probably spin zone that one into a good thing and just go, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, we gave him chances. We tried to, we, you know, we tried to help him out. I mean, they reinstated him, what, yeah. like three times? So it's not like they just right. gave up on the guy. They had to, and, okay. I mean, and it comes out. So let's role play it then. I'm a three-star recruit. No, let's say, let's bump it up. Four-star <laughs> recruit. I'm from O'Fallon, Missouri. I got SEC schools on the list. I got Bama on the list. I got, all- I got... Zumal, I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody listening to this, but I'm going to no. say Zumal West because the rest of those are god awful yeah, schools. It's gross. I mean, okay. Anyways. And I went to Hobbs. I was closer, so I mean, Continue. I feel like we got along. So, uh, yeah, I'm a four-star recruit. I'm from O'Fallon Mo. You know, I got all these choices on the line. I want to be a starting quarterback. Like, I don't want to sit on the bench, you know. I, I'm choosing Mizzou because I'm from Missouri, and this is the one state school that everybody goes to. I'm not choosing it because I think it's the best school that's going to win games. I'm choosing because I want to start right away. Your new coach, Barry Odom, coming in, sitting, you know, on my couch, Highway 94 in K, living Monticello. <laughs> what are you saying to me? Monticello murders. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I mean, well, the situation you gave me is kind of, I can't, I don't know if I can address that one specifically because we weren't looking for a quarterback because you have, I mean, you have Drew Locke that's there. And so, right. so I don't, He's I mean, we brought in what I think uh, Michael Wilson who's like a three star yeah. kind of just to be there, but I don't know. It's kind of tough to you know promise a quarterback coming that you're. If gonna I'm four star, but, but, but I'd say I want to go to Mizzou. You're gonna to have to come to my house because I'm a four star. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely gonna. And I'm what gonna are you say, gonna say? Well, I'm gonna say, hey, you know, it's a, you know, you, you saw the game, you saw the games last year, you saw the team. You know, my my coaching philosophy is it's an it's an open it's an open tryout. It's an open. All right, here job. we go. Let's it's, open job. it's an open job. So <laughs> I, you know, it's literally know. road play. All right, knock, knock, knock. You're coming to the door, mom. She's baked some cookies for you, some nice warm milk. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, let me think. What else you got on the table? Um, I got something good. <laughs> it's pretty suburban life out there in O'Fallon. Yeah, as you say. Nothing crazy. No. Cosmo Mag. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think you just give this. I think you give the spiel that you know. I think. Well, I think you can turn the whole protest thing to thing. You know, that he stands by his players and things like that. And then I also think, I also think that you, you go the way. Hey, you saw our team last year. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the ideal season, but no. But you look at no no. I, I, yeah, yeah. But I think you turn it into hey, you know, because of that because of that bad season, you know, there's plenty of time for everyone. You know, this is an open competition. You can see the field early. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's how, I think that would be how you. I think down. that I think that'd be how you go about right. getting the best recruits this year. Because it's negative time. publicity. I feel like every other day it's negative, negative, negative. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. talk about your boy Marvin Terry. Oh God. Yeah. So. uh I don't know anyone. Anyone, anyone who anyone who followed it uh, yesterday, you know, as the sign day comes in, everyone sends in their letters of intent, and you know, it's coming down through the day, waiting for the last couple of people to send in those faxes. The fact that they still fax that shit's hilarious. Mm. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, emails. Yeah. Okay. I got a scan. I got a scan app. So like, no one knew where this. No one knew where this guy was. So like, you know, is he just like? Is he just ashamed of you know not? Is he just like, oh, you know, I'm going to flip on Missouri. I just don't want to talk to him, something like that. Mm. And then, uh, lo and behold, what came out today, Kyle? Well, for those of you, 
like I said, don't know. He's a Dallas linebacker, highly recruited, gave a verbal commitment to Barry Odom. This is like his first, one of his first guys. Yeah, it was Barry's first recruit. Couldn't find the guy. Guess where he's at? I mean, he's got a pretty okay name, Marvin Terry. I don't know if he's black or white or whatever. Yeah. But once you hear this. Jail. He was in jail. Dude was black. For obviously. what? Assault. Yeah. Assault Feeding on a his, family member. Yeah, and like crazy charges I never even heard of. I was like, I don't know what that means, but it's awful. Like the longer it charges, you know it's got to be worse. Right. Because he was like, it was like assault, continuously, bodily harm, choking, something, 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 something. And the bail was $34,500. Yeah. That's no joke. That means you whacked somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you didn't just like get in a little tussle in an argument no. that the cops came because you were being too loud. You, you, you right. whacked someone. And I don't understand. Why isn't mom or... You know, Auntie Cynthia texting or calling the zoo being like, hey, this is what happened. <laughs> so they're blowing up the home phones and it's his cell phone. Nobody can find the guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how if they thought, you know, oh, you know, maybe this will blow over or something like that. Like, no, it's now it, that back in the day that would not have blown over. Now, Internet, right. something. I'm surprised it didn't come out yesterday. I'm surprised it didn't I am come surprised today to this out. Especially with our history and what has gone on so far with Maddie Mock and everything else. Yeah. Like, it's just magnified to the max. Like, oh, here we go again, Mizzou. Another guy, yeah. Beckner. Yeah. They're yeah. kind of pushing that underneath the rug a little bit, yeah. too. Dropping so, like flies. It's getting crazy. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's move on. You know, it's, this is kind of the, uh, the sad portion, I think, of the uh, podcast. We're going to move on to the St. Louis Blues. Uh, currently, the game's going on right now, 2-1. Uh, actually, like, slightly surprised that we even scored. See how the season's going. Uh, what do you? What were your uh, overall impressions of the first half? Seeing as this is only the second game back from the All Star break. I mean, first first half, much like last year's first half, started all hot. Everybody's like, "We're going out of the cap. We're going out of the cap." Like, for real, sick team. Terrace, Terrace. You know, was that actually your thoughts? So it I was. Mean, I mean, mine was, mine was all right. Regular season heroes again. We're like, all right, you got to prove it in the playoffs. Right. But, I mean, everybody came back pretty healthy for the most part, and you knew this was uh, Hitch's last, pretty much his last chance, I think. Oh, for sure. So I mean, they, they, it was, At the end right. of last year, it was either change up the players or we're going to change up the coaches. Right. They made, I mean, they didn't change up the players that much. They got rid of Oshie, but so, I mean, the, so they... they favorite Oshie. Yeah, oh, for sure. Not so, so I mean, the, the staff, the franchise, they were saying, hey, Hitch, we believe in you. We believe in your system. Yeah. This is This is your chance. Right. And, I don't know, so far. I mean, I feel like... Like, lately, as of late, first of all, I think us as fans, as Blues fans, we expect so much. Like, they're not doing bad. they got a great record. They're doing fine. They have their lapses here and there. They have their players that are underachieving. Yeah. But they are a very good team. I think the rest of the, if you're not from St. Louis, you think that St. Louis Blues are really good. But us, because we expect so much, and we've been knocked out early the past couple of years, we're like, two losses in a row, we're like, oh my god, they're trash. Yeah. Garbage. I like, I don't think... Yeah, I think I don't no. think anyone necessarily wants to see us just because our physical style of play in the playoffs. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think anyone's overly scared of us, if that makes sense. I mean, I know it's kind of yeah. two contradictory things, but... And there's just too many inconsistent games. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I mean, tonight, 2-1. San Jose's already had 26 shots, and that's not good. No, it, I mean, it's right now it's going to come down to the same thing as it has the last couple of years. Where is the scoring going to come from? Right. Besides Tarasenko, who's going to score those secondary goals? I mean, I know... I know Schwartz is coming back, and That's he, he was 30 goals last year, right. uh, almost 30 goals last year, but at the same time, you know, who knows what he's going to be. He's coming off of a broken ankle, right. I and mean, that's, that's pretty critical in hockey whenever you're, uh, basically the base of your sport is uh, skating around. I would agree, and there's just so many players that need to step up. Latera needs to step up. 
like you said earlier in the column that we had on thegatewaysports.com, Petrangelo needs to step up. Yeah. Just, you know. Need to get back on the power play. needs to step up. Power play's been awful recently. Right. Yeah, I guess they, like, moved back to the wing to help out on the four checks. I don't know. It, I, you got to make changes. I, you got to make changes. I think I think the kind of the one standing has been Hitch, who, you know, he's he just reluctant to change his style whatsoever. And I, I just don't know. I mean, it's just like, it's kind of like I feel like the football equivalent if you were still, like, running the option, straight option, the entire yeah. time, or, like, the wing tee or whatever the hell they call that in Oklahoma. Like, no, you know, it's spread offenses now. It's it's not like it's not working. You know what I'm saying? Like no. We're winning games. No, but I think it has a limit to it. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's I think it's the – Right. I think it's the Oregon, you know, almost philosophy, like college football comparison. You know, that that's going to win a shit ton of games. Right. But whenever they get into that championship game – Right. Defenses shut that down. Shut it down. You know, that offense doesn't work, and they don't have the defense to compete. I think it's kind right. of a similar thing. You know, Mike Vick for the Falcons back in the day tore it up in yeah. the regular season. Then he got to the playoffs, and people start reading that read option and putting a spy on him, and next thing you know, yeah. he's out of the game. Sack, concussion. Just so everyone knows, we're uh, 17 and a half minutes in this podcast, and that's the first Atlanta reference. Hey pretty, I am pretty impressed, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle so, held off so, for that long. <laughs> I did. I tried to hold off as long as possible. Yeah. But yeah, the reason he's giving me shit about Atlanta is because I often say that I'm from Atlanta, which I was born there and lived there twice. But I've also lived here in St. Louis twice as well. So I have my allegiances to like. What's like? Know, what's the uh, the total time between the two states though? Right now, I've I've gone over the Atlanta mark. Two years ago, okay. I got over it. Right. It was even. It was that even. So now I'm over it big time by two years. All right. I'll I'll give you that though because I mean you form your teams. Yeah, you younger, so you just, you know. just passed it. That's fine. Right. And, and usually... And you are St. Louis sports fan. Definitely. Cardinals. So let's, yeah, let's get that out there. So this is the first one. I hate the Cardinals. Just the one to let everybody know that. And if you want to talk shit, you can talk shit. Because I probably know more about the Cardinals than you. I probably know more stats than you. So, yeah. <laughs> Touch the nerve there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to but I do love the Rams, and I do love the Blues. So... Other right. than that, I just don't like the Cardinals. I don't like the fans. I don't like the ownership. I don't like the players. I don't like the color red. I, I gave you your minute. Right, rant over. <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna move on to uh, get off the sports topics for a while. Get a little happier here. You know, <laughs> kind of had a. If you wanna, if you wanted to skip those last like ten minutes, it's fine. But yeah, we're gonna go into uh, this conversation that you said you were having earlier today yeah. at work, or it was earlier this week at work. The social dynamic of the handshake, and just I, I mean, you could almost call it like the evolution of the handshake. So you know, let's say. Let's say you and me are going to the bar, and yeah. I know some people there. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm going to go up, and I'm going to introduce you to them. They're most likely probably going to be like preppy white people. I was saying, they're, they're dudes. <laughs> preppy dudes. Yeah, preppy dudes, probably. So I go, hey, this is my buddy Kyle. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Billy DeBio. Steve. That was Steve. Brian. Steve, yeah. Steve. With the Y. <laughs> yeah. How do you approach that handshake? Uh, do, you, do, you go, do you go, you know, like the, the business handshake? It depends. Am I at Wuhan's or am I at uh, Nadie's gin joint? <laughs> we'll start with like. Like where am I at? We're gonna start like. Non drunk, non wheelhouse. Okay. Two, two o'clock on a Saturday. Ooh, and we run into people. Dang. Where are you going then? I mean. I'm gonna you know first of all when I walk up on somebody I'm gonna try to feel their vibe like ten feet before I get there. You know I yep. want to see if they're like the party going type or are they like. I work with this guy, and you are an acquaintance, so I'm gonna be, you know, closer sure. to you. So most likely, I'm and, and, and I'm probably gonna know that, or like I'd be like, right. you know, or, I mean, you just kind of get the sense of like, oh, like 
oh, I know these guys. We got to go over and talk to them. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, man, my buddies are here. You know, right. You want to kind of give them the up down because you don't know whether this dude's going to squeeze your hand hella hard. Like he's going to try to, because guys, they try to, you know, do the dominance thing. Mm-hmm. Try to give you like, oh, I am this, this, and this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. give you this firm handshake yeah. to let you know that I'm in business. And I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, I mean, I try to go a little tight, but, but not too hard. So, so yeah, I'm gonna go in. So you're going, you're going just normal business style handshake. Normal business style like handshake. You know, hopefully yeah. we do the same amount of strength to let you know that we're cool. Yeah. You don't want like the floppy dick. No. You don't want to go in there with that. that. But you don't want also you don't want like. That. He does that. Break. I'm like, I knew he was a pussy. But you also don't. But you also don't want the guy who's gonna you know break your hand off. Right. Which is, I know a lot of dudes that do that, yeah. and I'm like, why why are you squeezing my hand so hard? All right. So let's flip the script and let's go. Because there's so many other types of handshakes. Yeah. This is the the point at work was we were like, you know, we like uh, you know, looking around and you know, seeing social norms and what people do yeah. and stuff like that. So I was like, what happens when you just meet somebody and you don't know what to do? Like yeah. You don't know how to give them a handshake in a social setting or even a business setting. For sure, cool. Yeah, because you don't want to like. I mean, you don't want to go in for like the the half handshake. People grab, don't realize like, how many times it gets awkward. No, yeah. If, I mean, I mean you know, if you're at McGurk's on a Saturday night and you see an acquaintance who, of an acquaintance, like you said, what do you, you give them the handshake? You give them the half dab? You yeah. give you locking fingers? You're not locking fingers? We haven't even talked about. Girls That's yet. what I'm saying. There's so many different styles of handshakes, and you can go way wrong. And when it's wrong, it's wrong. Oh, it's wrong. Like, you, might, you, might as well, you might as well leave. You, you might as well. You don't even really know that person. But I'm saying, like, we didn't even bring up girls yet. Like, 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 let's say. Let's say, of let, girls, let's, let's, say, let's say I introduce you to someone and, you know, it's a semi-equation, yeah. it's like that. Like, I always feel like giving a girl a handshake is, like, really awkward. If, if it's, I if, would agree. If, but at the same time, if I don't know you, I don't want to give you, like, a hug. That's what I'm saying. So, so let's, I, so, let's so, establish so you, this. So do you just go nothing? Let's establish go? this. You can't go nothing. You can't be a dick. Yeah. If you do not know the person, you, you put your hand out, shake them business style, yeah. firm, that's it. I agree. If you don't know. Yeah. The but chances of that going wrong are slim. Oh, for sure. Or yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're just trying to be the friendly person, yeah. and like, yeah, then you obviously go that. I, I, I think if you, I think it's like 3 a.m. That's what I'm saying. Let's talk bro wheelhouse. Oh, oh it's 3 a.m. Friend of a friend. Oh, oh it's, are oh, you it, happy? Oh, it, it's that, and then like the double back tap. <laughs> your double back tap. I think your double back no, tap. You do, yeah. you do. You gotta go in for the half hug, yeah. for sure. I think you go in half But then do you lock or do you not? Or, or do you just, or do you just do, or do you just do, you know, like the, the bro handshake of the mini, and then whenever, if you see him again before you leave, that's whenever you do the double tap on the back. Right. Because I know a lot of people that like handshake like this, and they'll, Lock, but then not really lock. They'll yeah. slip away, yeah. and that's cool, or whatever. But I almost expect a lock as an African American. I feel like we lock a lot. Yeah, I guess that's maybe where pop and lock came from. Maybe no. I think that's a booty stretch. Thing. A what thing? A booty thing. What he just said? Pop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thought, yeah. I thought I had my first faux pas. That <laughs> it's gonna come. Yeah, I know. So yeah. Uh, so it's just weird sometimes. Yeah. Next episode, we'll get into uh, white people used to the N word. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I think, I don't know, I, what do you think is more awkward these days? The handshake, the handshake thing, yeah. which one you do, or the high five pound? A high five pound? Like, all right, do I go in for a high five? Do I go in for a when? pound? Like, oh, 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 oh. L- l- no, l- either. L- 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 let's say you're at, let's say you're at okay. Wheelhouse or yeah. you're 
at a house party. A and, game? And yeah, yeah, you're at a game. All right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's say we're at the Blues game. Yeah, right yeah. At the Blues game. And San Jose, up still, still two one. Twenty seven minutes left. Let's say, let's say maybe you're there with a buddy, and then you don't really know his other friends. Yeah. Do you go like high five? Do you go pound? What do you do? I mean, I think Blues game you score it's always high five. But like if, what? If Blues games, if the Blues score, you're yeah, gonna stand up. You're gonna pound me. No, you're gonna. No, you're right. I mean, I guess. If it's just you... I'm talking more like, all right, let's say there's like a game of Flip Cup or something, and your team right. wins, and you're going down the line. Are you going to go high five, or are you going to go pound? All right, well, that's a little different in because, you know, you're winning. Yeah. Like, there's something going on there, you know? Yeah, if you score in a Blues game, you all are kind of like, yeah, and your hands are already up. Yeah, you're you're everyone so you them. naturally just go for the yeah, high five. That's true. But if you're my bro, and we're winning at Flip Cup, and you're like, yeah, and I know you did well, you know I did well, because we play a lot together. Right, like, sports pound. Game, you pound it. Yeah, all right. Fair simple enough. Right, so that's easy enough. Hey, speaking of girls, we do have a girl in the in the building tonight. A seven twenty one below. She's actually a good friend of ours. Also, a close person to Brian Gershenkorn. The yeah. other half of Key. Yeah. Shannon so four K to our one girl audience. So, yeah. So we can't say this was taped in front of a live audience. Uh, <laughs> she's giving us some tips and tricks, and she helped us out a little bit with uh, coming up with some of the topics we're talking about today. So, yeah. Give a give a warm silent pound for her. There you go. Yeah, there we are. All right, all right. So moving on, big weekend this weekend. It's earlier this year, but as we mentioned before, we're taping this in Soulard, mm. so you know that means one thing. Marty mm. Rome. How many times have you been? I think this will be like my fifth or sixth. Cause I don't, I don't, fourth. I don't think I came before I was twenty one. I don't believe I have either. And then I missed one. Whenever I used to be cool and travel all the time. Uh, so yeah. This will be my fourth Mardi Gras. This will be my first living. This will be your second. First living. Lecon, second or third living? Be second living within the actual boundaries of Soulard. Right. Know, I, ah, I got it. Yeah, yeah now I was, I was just outside. but Off I, the I, island, as, I, yeah, as they yeah, say yeah, down that's, here. That's what I say. Um, so, you know, I'd say this... I'd say we're probably... Probably pros. I think it's... Uh, it's I think it's about kids. right. I feel yeah. like I'm a... Uh, I could give out tips and tricks. Is yeah. that where we're headed? Yeah, tips and tricks, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I would consider us. Now I know a lot, and we've we've to... seen what not to do and what to do. Yes, that's that's how you know you're a pro, especially exactly. when you're you know you live a street down from all the madness. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think the biggest thing for most people, especially that whenever they don't live down here and they're coming down, their biggest dilemma is: do we do a tent? Do we not do a tent? What are your thoughts? All right, so first year is coming down. You know, you get the text messages. What tent are we doing? The Captain Morgan tent or the Master tent? Or... Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, man, like, they all sound so cool. You know, how much yeah. is it? Yeah, well, yeah, I would say that's... That's the first thing you ask. Well, you don't have money back then. Yeah, that's you know, right. We're 21, 22. You're yeah, like, yeah, first year. Am I trying to spend, you know, 50 bucks to get hammered? Yeah. <laughs> so then you just do it. You buy the tickets to the tent. Yeah. You know, you go in there and it's all fun and stuff. But then the next year, I mean... We went out and we roamed the streets and stuff like that. You finally get the feeling of the streets, you know. I feel like that's where Mardi Gras is, you know. You're getting the vibe, the rhythm, and sure. everything. Yeah, I feel like if it's, like, your first time, like, the tent's, like, your, right. it's your, as a, as some protesters say, it's your safe space. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's your safe space. Which is a good spot. Yeah. You know, I've been getting the text this week about, you know, hey, come to the Monster Tent or do this, come to the Captain Morgan Tent. And I'm like, you know, like, I've, I've done that way back yeah. in the beginning and, I, would, I feel like I, I want to be outside with the people, you know, I'm trying to sure. see some titties and I just want to... Yeah. I, would, I would say if you don't know the area, you don't have people that live down here, so you don't have, like, a home base, I'd say right. I'd say the tent's the way to go. You know, you, you get, 
You, you also depends on weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, if, if it's, it's cold, then yeah, right. If it's area. sub forty, you're in that tent. Yeah, and, or in a house, and you're guaranteed bathrooms. Yeah, I mean music, DJ, DJ, well, uh, food. Yeah, you, you typically get your money's worth with the drinks. So I'd say that's where you go. I'd say if it's warmer outside, if you have, it, well, yeah, no. if you at least know one other person that lives down, or you know one person that lives down here, then no tents the way to go. Right. Because a lot of times. A lot of times if you do those tents, your whole squad's not going to do the tent. So you're going to want to move, go see people, you know, you never know if, right. you never know when you're going to get back to your tent. So like, you could spend a hundred dollars and you could have one drink in your tent, especially if it's warm outside because people are going to want to run on the streets. Like I said, if it's above 40, you won't catch me in the tent. There's no yeah. way. You'll barely catch me in the house. You I know agree. what I'm saying? So like, and you have to be rolling deep if you're going to a tent. You gotta have five or more friends going in and having a great time even though, you know, we love meeting people and all oh, that. Oh yeah, this better have started like through a Facebook group. <laughs> exactly. And have a lot of exactly. And a girl sent it. She's yeah. got like pictures and oh, yeah. stuff. There's an already an album. Oh yeah. There's already an album. Yeah. And it's probably your bitchy friend that won't take no for an answer so you're gonna do it anyways. Most likely. Yeah. So, hey, another tip is they started doing the barriers which yeah. means you can't bring in, you know, liquor within yep. the boundaries of certain streets. You know? So I would, uh, yeah, flask so it up. You got to flask it up. You yeah. got to do something. Or you got to, you know, usually in years past, we've had, like, people that live within the boundaries, and we just go up to their house or whatever and uh-huh. get alcohol. But now, since we're all kind of on the outs- outskirts, yeah, we're going to have to figure out a way. Yeah, like, I think I think you uh, most people definitely have to flask it up. Because, yeah, like you said, there's the boundaries. They don't have backpacks in. Right. Definitely. And if you do, if you don't get a flask, you just bring, like, a pine or something. Make sure it's right. not glass, because that's, that's an easy way to uh, get the cops on your ass. Um, so one of the reasons we're saying bring a flask is because it is you need to bring cash because yeah. it's cash only. Obviously, you can't be running a thousand cards. Yeah, it's, it's strip club prices at that ATM. Right, shit's like six bucks. So it's like, what is it for a, an average beer? You would say. Uh, I mean, I would, it's stadium price, eight to ten bucks. Right, probably. I think I think it's like eight dollars for the beers, ten bucks for the hurricanes. And then if you want to go to a bar, it's usually twenty bucks to get in a certain bar. Yeah, yeah, like the popular area, like when right. I said the DJ with Dirks, it'll be like twenty dollars. And yeah, like we said, if it's gonna be cold, and so you know you're gonna want to go to a bar, right. might as well do a tent. Exactly. So one of Chan's tip tips was quit looking at tits. Buy beer instead of uh, hurricanes. Yeah, like, hurricanes are what ten dollars a beer is eight dollars. But she's like earlier she said, I mean if you're gonna be down there you're gonna spend the money and you're not from the island. And it's, island and it's like a there. yeah I mean it's a thirty two ounce hurricane and there's probably like one or two shots in there. Right. So I tend to disagree with her. I can see your point definitely. Like mm-hmm. hey, it's same size beer. It's a little bit cheaper. You can get, you know how much alcohol is in a beer. Right. I still say bring that flask in. Put a little bit more SoCo okay. in a hurricane at least once. I mean, it's it's like we were we were talking earlier. You know, it's an event. You don't right. go to the Kentucky Derby knock and admit Julie. That's true. So but if you're if you're coming we'll down and you want the full experience, I think you should at least get one. But then yeah, like she said, it's not a bad idea to go. And like I said, if you bring it, if you're bringing a flask, you're probably at AAA. You know, you've been down there a couple <laughs> times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're obviously in the big leagues. We know the whole game. But if you're in, you're in single A, you're in rookie ball. You don't know anything about bringing a flask, which is why we're talking about these tips. You know, you want the full Mardi Gras experience. Yeah. You want to get that hurricane. You want to buy those beans walking across the bridge. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Somebody selling $5 beans and popcorn walking around. He's like, yeah, this is so cheap. I and think you get down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's people just throwing beans at your face. Oh, for sure. I think I think probably the last tip and probably one of the most important ones, parade. Parade fucking sucks. 
It's pretty not, good. It's family thing. It's family. This isn't. If you've never been out here before, this isn't the parade down Bourbon Street. It's mm. not floats with titties. It's nothing like that. It's just big ass floats. <laughs> right. This isn't New Orleans. People have to realize this. This yeah. isn't New Orleans. No. You know why it's not New Orleans? Because it's cold as shit. Yeah. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. So it's might, cold. Yeah. Why, why am I gonna sit out there and watch, you know, a ten mile parade? Yeah. 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 I mean, you might see your grandma's neighbor's titties, but you're not seeing you're not seeing the girl next door. That's not happening. So uh, yeah, don't 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 be out there. Yeah, and make sure if you are it's gonna not, go watch the parade for a little bit, stay on the west side. Don't go on the east side because once that parade starts, right. you are there for the entire thing. All right. So those listening, I want to know the landscape of um, the Seward area and the downtown St. Louis area. The west side of Seventh Broadway is the street that runs parallel to the arch. So the arch is along the river. Yeah. So Seventh Street, you know, if you say you want to be on the west side, you want to be on the obviously the west side of the arch. Uh-huh. Of the street. Yeah, I would agree. And then if I, you go closest to the arch, you're going to be stuck over there. Yeah, and I'd say the main two like areas you probably, like most people probably hang out with are 12th and Russell, up by right. Merrick's, yeah. and then 9th and Allen? I would ninth say Geyer. No, 9th and Guy. Yeah. Sorry, 9th and Guy. Right. Which is like right around 1860 Miley's area. Because there's usually a band right that, there outside of Miley's. So this is a tip that we didn't have, we didn't even have written down. Ooh, we want to be... <laughs> You definitely this this is, has something to do with what you just said. Okay. You definitely want to be in that block right on the nurse. You okay. want to you want to be twelfth and Russell because it's popping. Yeah, they you got DJs. Yeah. You know, young crowd, yeah. people walking around, moving around, dancing. When it, it's beer flying, you know, beach going everywhere. Most people get dropped off up there. So You're giving handshakes. That's what they say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where most people get dropped off at. It's like yeah, right up that is there. true. And so I think that's like one of the main entrance areas. So yeah, it's a. That's definitely the spot to be. I'll agree with you on that one. So, all right, sticking with the uh, party scene, you know, in St. Louis, we're uh, dipping in a lot of places where they do those, you know, they do the different liquor licenses. So you have the, yeah. you have the 1 a.m., 1.30 bars. You right. might have the 3 a.m. bars. And the 3 a.m. bars here, I don't think anyone will argue, there's a wide variety. And they... Different scenes, different people. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. completely different. Yeah. Like, one to another, it's like, it's night and day. Right. Sometimes literally night and day. Uh-huh. It gets kind of dark, so there's just... <laughs> Number two, folks. Number two. Hey, you, got so, your, you got your Falcons. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's, you know, sticking with... You're going out. Say Mardi Gras. You have a good time. You know, some people are always done by, you know, four or five o'clock. Mm-hmm. But there's that other group that are like, you know, you went home, you ate, you drank a little bit more, you're calmed down, you're like, let's go out, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, like I said, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? You're going to go to BPV, which is a 3 a.m. bar, you know? Or you're going to go, you know, to Wash App, 3 a.m. bars. Yeah. You're going to go to Wheelhouse, 3 a.m. bar, so, one. All right, let's kind of let's kind of go through the list here. Yeah. I'm going to lean on you on this because yeah. usually I have 130 hits and I get, let's go home, let's go home. Uh, That's just the, the single. That was, that, was key. that was me actually saying that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> shit. Go ahead. Uh, all right, so let's say you're with a group of people and someone goes, Let's go to Ballpark Village. We'll go see your mind. We'll go see your mind. Oh, man. I'm going to first uh, shake his hand politely. Yeah. And I'm going to say... <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're going to go the 2 o'clock in the afternoon, right. not the 2 o'clock yeah, at yeah, night. Yeah, uh, exactly. Then I'm going to go to the shake his hand. And he's like, I kind of know you now, but I don't really want to know you because you said that. Yeah. And we used to go there all the time. When I first opened up, it was awesome. You know, so many places to go. But now I'm like, so, I'm going to go there and I'm going to... I'm gonna. I already spent... If I'm a newbie, if I'm a rookie ball, I already spent... 
$8 a beer, $10 for a hurricane all day long. Yeah. So now I'm going to go to ballpark the other room and spend the same thing. It's true. Well, and that's... And, well, so that my thinking of that is, all right, if someone suggests Ballpark Village as the first idea, they're from out of town. Or, Gotta be. Or they, or they used to live here, and they're like, oh, shit, I haven't been to Ballpark Village yet. I mean, there's one more thing you haven't said, or they're just fucking whack. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You know what I'm saying? Or just a hoe that wants to ride the bull. Or a hoe just that wants to get closer to their wheelhouse, and that's just their stop off point. That's true. So I guess that was the next one. If that same person comes with you and says, <clears throat> wheelhouse, what do you think? Depends what kind of mood I'm in, you know? Mm-hmm. Usually you go to, if you went if you go to Molly's the chances that you're going to Wheelhouse are probably like eighty percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the exact same crowd. You know it's li- literally it's like it's like someone teleported Molly's into Wheelhouse. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I feel like that's more our crowd. For sure. I remember one time we were walking through McGurk's and I was with a friend and we were like dude, kind of getting bored and there was not that many people there mm-hmm. and we're like dude, let's come up with alter egos. Let's come up with alter egos and we're gonna walk around and we're gonna ask people like what you know we're gonna act like we're from out of town. Yeah. We're gonna kind of meet people and like ask them where to go after this one thirty bar closes. Like what three hundred bar we should go to. We got all different answers. Like nothing was the same. So that kind of surprised me a bit. Like a couple people said Wheelhouse. Yeah. And this is you know way after Wheelhouse opened. This was recently. A lot of people said Cherokee Street. We haven't even talked about Cherokee Street. Which is kind of a weird artsy hipster vibe. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know who the hell you're talking to that said Cherokee Street. <laughs> I mean, that that came up like three times. People said Cherokee Street. Then we got Tower Grove. You know, there's a lot of choices. Just Wash Ave. How do you, how do you feel about Wash Ave now? Like somebody's like, well, you know, we we were just at Wheelhouse last week. We were, yeah. you know, we were just at BPV two weeks ago. Let's go to Wash Ave. I mean, 2012 Brown be like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Dubliner, let's yeah, do it. No more Dubliner, so can't yeah. go there. No, uh... You know, Lucas and Park is our uh, December 31st spot, so we gotta keep that, like, in yeah. the back pocket. Can't just be going there all the time. No, and I feel like that's, like, somewhere you'd go if you, like, had martinis with a girl. And, like, right. Try to stay out. Close the deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think probably the the last one, and it, it this might be one of my favorites, although it's not a place you want to show your face that mm. often, is definitely T-Nasty's. Plainest. Ooh, good pick. I like that. Um... Like I said, you got to be in a certain kind of mood. Oh, for sure. Oh, well, you gotta, I mean, you got to be hammered. I usually tell people when they go, let's go to Tulane's, I tell them I don't want to remember that I went to Tulane's. Oh, for sure. If I remember that I went to Tulane's, I shouldn't have been at Tulane's. Yeah, I think you have to take a step back and like you have to, I think that's one of the places where you have to say, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> exactly. If they say, yeah, then you go, all right, that's fine. And then once you get in that door, you head right to the bar, find that old lady that's been there since 1976, <laughs> traps and mirrors, and order a couple round of shots. <laughs> Another gateway, another gateway sports statistic: the chances of you forgetting to close out your card at Tulane is ninety-five percent. Oh, for sure. And they don't open until what, like Thursday, nine o'clock? Right, some yeah. weird hour, eight eight forty-seven on Thursday. Yeah, so you're not paying for shit that week. Right, you actually yeah. got to go back out after you came home from work. Yeah, get your card. Yeah. You, usually, my my roommate David actually just went and got bought got another debit card. Oh, that's what I've pr- yeah, he's not going back. You can't yeah. show your face there. Yeah. No, that's... First of all, you're not supposed to remember you even went there. <laughs> Yeah, when's the last time you lost a debit card at a bar? Mm. Let's see. It had it been summer of 05. I wasn't even 21. Wow. Just kidding. Yeah. I really I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Yeah. Mine was like last year, but that was my whole wallet, so I mean, that's probably that's probably worse. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't just leave mine. You got a story behind that or what? Uh, you I, just, you lost your I think I just hammered left in the cab. That's rookie, man. Actually, like, that's A-ball, bro. That's A-ball. Now I remember this girl. Uh, we all know her. We, like I said, we won't name names. It's yeah. just kind of me. But in college, she... Uh, she was used to losing her debit card so much that the bank, I think for like two months, said, no, we're not going to give you another debit card because she lost so many of them. That's that's the ratchets we used to go through at Mizzou. 
ratchet. She didn't go there. Imagine that. She uh, was there. <laughs> Steven's college yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. No, no one hung out with Steven's ghost. Uh, all right. So then we're going to move on to our final topic. This is kind of how we're going to wrap up every podcast. Yeah. And we're going to play a little game. It's a fun game. Yeah. Bar game. We need some uh, some music to go behind this eventually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, we get it. Man, it's, it's all work in progress. No, that may pay a singer to do that one. <laughs> I'm not singing for real, man. That's my like R&B 1980s voice. Yeah, that's your like right. channeling your inner prince. All right. Yeah. All right, so we'll start with we'll start with one that you know is relevant this weekend. Would you go Mardi Gras or St. Patrick's Day? So, being you know St. Louisan, I feel like we do both very well. Um, St. Pat's. We usually go out to St. Charles. You got five seconds. Chicago. I need an answer. I need an answer. Then we'll Mardi Gras. All right. There you go. I'm going to stick with Mardi Gras. How about you? I'm going to go Mardi Gras. Okay. It pains me. Like you That's said. That's what I'm saying. St. Pat's. Like you said, St. Pat's. Right. Yeah. I mean, I have a tradition with my buddy's birthdays on St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day. We go somewhere. But. Patrick Layton. Yeah. I just and mentioned it, a name. Is that okay? That's fine. All right. Yeah. He's, he's like hooked up in Chicago, so he's fine. But <laughs> it's always his birthday on that day, so that's why we, uh. That's why I like St. Patrick's Day, because we make a tradition to uh, do it together, whether we go to Chicago or he comes here. But so it's not the same tradition kind of thing all the time. Yeah. And so I think that's why I would choose uh, Mardi Gras. I mean, you know what Mardi Gras is going to give you, St. Patrick's Day. Could be hit or miss. Could be hit or miss. Yeah. Even though it's usually nice here on St. Patrick's Day. That is true. The weather's always pretty good. That is true. You know? Yeah. But Mardi Gras, doesn't, doesn't matter really on the weather, you're going to get you're gonna go ham. You're going to have a good time. Oh, for sure. No, with yeah. all your friends, people are coming to town. People don't come to town for yeah. St. Patrick's Day. No, yeah, well, yeah, that actually kind of scares me this year. I mean, it's what, it's supposed to be like 50 as of right now. Last couple of years, it's been cold as shit. Yeah. And I don't know how long I made it those, those days. It that wasn't is, good. That was true. They weren't good, good, they weren't good, good, they weren't good yeah. performances. <laughs> I can only imagine if it's nice <laughs> outside. Slow the body off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I'll be, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good. And then right. I'll be face down. Face down. All right, moving on to the next one. Some of the big news out of uh, the NFL. Well, as big news can be during this I about weekend. I say, maybe no, bigger news to us. Yeah. Not, it's, I think it's just crazy. Talk. Reports that the Rams were looking at Johnny Football or Peyton Manning. The Johnny Football thing I understand because, you know, Dallas kind of wants him. They've been talking about him, and obviously he's getting released the day after the Super Bowl. And uh, he's star power, man. So, Johnny Football or Peyton Manning? He's this or that's so kind of harder than I thought they were going to be. I'm going to go with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. I mean, he's, a, he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And I know he's retiring, but he also is star. I mean, he's not as exciting as Menzel. Like, if, he, if Menzel goes to the Rams, it's gonna, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow him. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I might even buy a jersey. I'm, no, not a jersey. That's too far. Jersey T. Yeah, I'm getting a jersey T. Yeah, a jersey? Sure. The jersey? I'm getting a jersey. $16.99. Gun to the head, I'm going Peyton Manning, but they're obviously both terrible choices. I mean, Johnny Football in L.A., He's fucked up in Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. Like, <laughs> we're going to put him in L.A. Hey, people fuck up in Cleveland, man. That dude's not making it out of the preseason. People he's fuck not up in Cleveland, dude. He's not making a Kid single Cutter practice. used to be tight. He's from Cleveland. He's not making a single practice. But Peyton, I mean, Peyton's got no arm. So, I mean, they're, they're all terrible choices. Well, maybe L.A. is the place Johnny needs to be to straighten his game up. You know, it's more like a reverse psychology. You put him in Vegas, and next thing you know, he's all right. Uh, you put him like somewhere Buffalo where, or Green Bay where there's not shit to do. That's like Cleveland though. He ain't got shit to do really, and now he's messing up left and right because he's taking a plane somewhere every other weekend. Uh, I mean, I see your point there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I I think I think it's more about 
I think we're really getting down to it. It's more about Johnny, less about where you're at. Right. And I, like I said, back to Peyton, I think I think that's all BS. I think they're just bringing up a topic Super Bowl week to be like, where's what's he going to do afterwards? Oh, for sure. It's, 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 I mean, he's done, right? I mean, we're in agreement he's done. He's like, done. after this year, what he's it is, I think he's done, right? Right. Okay. I mean, this is kind of a, I mean, I don't want to say it too harshly, but there's nothing to really talk about for the Super Bowl. Peyton going away and Cam being black. Yeah. But I love how, I do love how Cam has been handled yeah. though. He's like, let's quit talking about this shit. Yeah. Because literally, I, I think people are making too big a deal about it. Like, I think everyone loves Cam. Like, I, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, so I think the majority of people, I would go 75% so of people, right. love Cam, right. love the everybody's, like, love the way he plays the game. I think I think it's just a better story for the media whenever they find like the racist person in Carolina who's like right. sending a letter to the Panthers like I'd appreciate it if my seven year old son doesn't have to hear you celebrate. <laughs> so I don't know. I think people make too big of a deal about that. And it blows up a little bit when you're talking about comparing contrasting Peyton Manning to Cam Newton. They're opposites. Oh yeah. So it makes his yeah. antics look that much worse when you got yeah. straight laced Peyton and you got this dude yeah. dabbing all over the world, all over the globe. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cam's the Blackhawks. Peyton Manning's Ken Hitchcock's teams. And meanwhile, San Jose, they scored. Yeah. It's 3-1, one thirty left in the game. We're probably going to lose. Yeah, no, we're good. So, All right, luck. final list of that. We'll wrap it up. Girls or boys? What? Yeah, boys. <laughs> what you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> that took a weird turn. Uh, what's up? Broncos, Panthers. I want your Super Bowl pick. <laughs> Broncos or Panthers? I'm going to go with the Broncos. You're going with the Broncos? Yeah. Why? I'm going to say, because I'm partial to Peyton, I think he needs to, you know, I want to see him go out. Cam's going to make it back. You know what I'm saying? He's got a great team, great D. Like you said, everybody likes him. We're going to be rooting for him next year. This is it for Peyton. You know, he's not coming back. So why not root for him? So you want him to win, but do you think he'll win? If I had a gun to my head, I would say, don't shoot me. Because <laughs> I don't think they'd win. Okay. But I want them to win, so I'm going to say, okay. Broncos. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I want the fan. I think the Panthers are gonna win. Um, honestly, at this point, I don't really care about Peyton's legacy. I mean, I think whoa, I think, whoa, I think whoa, it's whoa, I think it's whoa. I think it's submitted. What? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, I guess if you go in, you won for three in Super Bowls, then that kind of looks bad. But at the same time, I think I mean, at least you got to four. Yeah, but I think I'd rather. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, 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 no. That's why I said I think his I think his legacy is pretty much cemented. Yeah. Win or lose. I mean, obviously, if he wins, it'll be uh, an extra star on his helmet or whatever, but I think I think the Panther story might be a little better. Everyone's been doubting him the entire year and you know, I think you I think if we look back, like this might be one of the best teams in NFL history. You talking about the Panthers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if I mean fifteen one regular I mean, season. Like I said, if they, wiping, if they win by twenty one points. Been yeah. wiping teams out. I mean I think you you'd look at them the same as some of And people wouldn't be surprised teams. if they didn't win by twenty one, but Again, there you know you can make the excuse for Peyton like, oh he was injured all year and he had so much pressure on him yeah. and their defense was just so good. Yeah, yeah. those excuses are gonna fly out yeah. as soon as he loses. That's true. And he's gonna retire and he's gonna be the next best NFL analyst on CBS on Sundays. That's true. That's true. So either way, he's good. It's Peyton Manning. How can you not root for Peyton Manning in this game? I don't understand who who would. All right. Well, agree to disagree. But uh, yeah, disagree to disagree. You're right. That's going to do it for us this week. So right, hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll try and do these on uh, a weekly basis. You know, maybe this week we'll, we'll touch right. that boys or girls this or that. You I was going to say you know? girls or sluts. <laughs> like, there's girls, 
you know, that are just nice or they're just like sluts when you're out in the bar. And you, you know, which one do you want? All right, well, I like it. We're teasing it for next week. All right. So, all right well, that's it for me. Let's Peace. Go. Thanks, Shannon, for staying in here. Deal with it. Oh, no, no, no.